Thank you for joining me today as we continue our study in Paul's letter to the Philippians. It is my prayer that we learn that walking in the Spirit results in true joy, regardless of the circumstances of our lives. So if you are able, open your Bible, turn to Philippians, and follow along as we share together. So far we have learned of Paul's special relationship with all of the believers in Philippi. Through severe persecution, Paul proclaimed the gospel of Jesus and the church in Philippi was born. The saints in Philippi loved Paul and demonstrated that love through ongoing and sacrificial gifts that not only provided for his needs, but brought him joy and encouragement. Paul's desire for them was that their love would overflow into full knowledge and complete discernment so that they would choose the excellent things of God in order to be sincere and blameless until Christ returns. As we prepare for today's study, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for this letter. We thank you for Paul and all of those who went before us. We ask, Father, that you would give us wisdom and understanding as a result of your working in their lives. Help us, Father, to understand the gospel and our need to share that gospel in every circumstance of our life. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 12, we read, But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel, so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Beginning in verse 12, Paul begins to share with the Philippian church his current circumstances and a testimony about how God is working in and through those circumstances. So he says, I want you to know, brethren, that the things which have happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. We need to know this. God works in and through all of our circumstances in life. He works through the positive circumstances and the negative circumstances. And we as believers need to see opportunities in the midst of all of our circumstances. How can we glorify God in everything? Whether we eat, drink, sleep, whatever we do, do all to the glory of God. Paul right now is in prison. He's in chains for the gospel of Jesus Christ. But he wants the Philippian church to know that these negative circumstances that have happened to him, his being imprisoned, have actually turned out so that the gospel is furthered, the gospel is being spread. So Paul is seeing the positive in this very, very negative circumstance. We need to understand, being in prison in Paul's day is nothing like being in chains today. They were in a dungeon. They were in a hole. Now, one time Paul was allowed to be imprisoned while being under house arrest, but typically that's not what took place in Paul's life. Paul suffered a great deal for the gospel. He was stoned, he was beaten with rods, he was whipped, he was imprisoned, he was run out of town. Paul suffered for the gospel. But even in this situation later in his life, he acknowledges this has turned out so that the gospel is being spread. We need to understand that that happened in Paul's life, but we need to look for opportunities to make that happen in our lives. Then he tells how it's being spread. Verse 13, 
so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. Paul was literally sharing with the guards who were watching over him and to all those who were caring for him or throughout the palace that he was imprisoned for the gospel, that he was imprisoned for Jesus. And he shared why that was, and he shared the gospel in the midst of talking about these things. And as these individuals heard about Paul's circumstances, they spread the information as well. Then in verse 14, we're told, And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. So here Paul, imprisoned, sequestered from everyone else, as he's dealing with being incarcerated, is spreading the gospel to everyone who will listen, even while in chains. And as a result, other people are spreading the gospel. And not only that, but he says, his brethren in the Lord, those who know of his circumstances, those who have become aware that he is spreading the gospel while imprisoned, they have decided to continue to share the gospel even more confidently, even more boldly. We need to get a glimpse of how this works out, because the idea of imprisoning Paul was to silence the gospel, to silence his talking about the Lord Jesus and his death, burial, and resurrection. But rather than silence Paul, Paul just kept right on sharing the gospel, and then most of the brethren in the Lord hearing what Paul was doing and knowing that he was in chains for the gospel, they became much more bold to speak the word without fear. Those who had imprisoned Paul to shut him up had actually done the exact opposite. Why is that the case? Because God is at work. God was at work in Paul's heart, in the heart of those people in the palace who were listening, and in the hearts of those individuals outside of the palace who were not imprisoned, seeing Paul's witness and testimony, seeing his example, they became confident and shared the word of God much more boldly without fear. Each one of us can have an impact on our world. We don't have to have an impact on the whole world, just the world in which we live. We need to have an impact in our home with the gospel of Jesus Christ. If we go to work, if we work outside of the home, we need to have an impact there. When we go into the marketplace regularly, we need to have an impact there. Among those people who service our automobiles and our appliances at home, etc., etc., we need to have an impact for the gospel in their lives, in our neighborhoods, in our church, wherever we go. In every relationship and circumstance, we are to have an impact for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if our circumstances are negative, if our spouse is not aligned with the gospel, if our children are not aligned with the gospel, if our neighbors are not, etc., we need to continue to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, even if it costs us. Paul shared the gospel and was put in chains. Even if it costs us relationships, or income, we need to share the gospel. And by doing so, even in adverse circumstances, other people seeing our example, seeing what God is doing in our lives, are going to see, and many of them are going to be much more bold to speak the word without fear. We need to lovingly, humbly share the gospel faithfully, 
in good and bad circumstances and let God do with it what he wills. Father, I thank you for Paul's marvelous example, not only to those in his day, but to us down through the years. And Father, may we not just see his example, but may we follow his example and become an example to those around us of faithfulness. You've entrusted each one of us with the responsibility of being ministers of reconciliation. Help us, Father, to fully embrace this responsibility, this calling in each of our lives. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page, Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.